absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday or Friday. Jesus, I'm fucked up too. It's Friday. Uh, this whole schedule, this it's Canada Day here. Happy Canada Day, everybody. What's going on, Sex Panther? Oh, Sex Panther sitting in the second chair again. Another day, another day without Max. I don't even know what he's doing. I think it's had something to do with kids or vacation or holiday. But uh, yeah, sitting in the two chair. And, you know, after we went off the air yesterday, we were we kind of linger around and we're chit-chatting. And I made the comment, hey, today's free agent signing day in the NBA. We could get some things happening. Shit, if things didn't happen. Uh, so we'll get to talk about that. But I'm going to throw somebody a curveball here real quick. Saxy Maxie, happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Oh, goodness. Is it is it Bobby Bonilla Day or uh, it's Bobby okay. Bonilla Day is my favorite fucking holiday. This is this is this is a perfect Panther holiday right here. And uh, thank you guys for having me back on the show, especially after the debacle I had last Sunday. And then this morning myself. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine why you guys would even keep me around after this. But Bobby Bonilla Day, hey, great day to be around. Uh, you know, it, there's nothing like um, someone getting paid 40 years after they are no longer with a team, right? Yeah, right. Exactly right. <laughs> there's, 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 there's nothing like that. That seems like the, the, the dream come true. It feels like if, um, if, if, if I play my cards right, that would be the ideal way for me to end every single tenure that I have with any job. But as a musician, I have no chance. There's no chance. There's no, there's no world where that happens unless... <laughs> Unless I'm like uh, Mick Jagger's backup sax player or something. Oh, is that a chance? <laughs> no. Oh. Nope. No chance. <laughs> <laughs> no. No chance. Not chance one bit. Listen, you can try all you want, but uh, no one, no, no one is breaking into stones now. <laughs> they're all set. They, yeah, they're they're all set. They don't they don't need an extra sax player now. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, exactly. yeah. So happy Bobby Bonilla Day, boy. When this with inflation, he really should have taken the money up front. He's losing money left <laughs> and right. right. Oh man, he's losing his ass. Oh man. So, uh, Sex Panther, you said there might be a few NBA trades yesterday. A little, little bit of action yesterday. Uh, you know, not as much the trades. I mean, the trades were kind of, eh, but we had free agent signing. A lot of, a lot of free agent signings. The Lakers are loading up on a bunch of nobodies. Um, but, you know, it really wasn't the signings as the announcement that I don't want to play for this team anymore. Uh, find, me a, find me another place to play. I'm out of here. Uh, this is pretty much going to center all around Kevin Durant into a smaller but not lesser tail. Kyrie Irving apparently one's out of Brooklyn as well, but I'm pretty sure we're going to focus on Durant. And listen, I'm going to assume I'm going to be the the unpopular person here. I'm not a Durant guy. I I think he's an incredibly talented. His his stats back up, you know, his salary. But I don't find him to be an alpha. I've called him a Scottie Pippen. He's, he's the number two player. He's better off being the number two player on another team. And, uh, you know, I yeah, I think you saw it in Brooklyn where it hasn't worked out. I'm not sure who the fuck the alpha was supposed to be there, but it didn't work out. Uh, he's played, what, 90 games in three years. He's sitting on a four-year, one year's out of the way, but $198 million contract. 
I don't know how many true actual suitors there are for Kevin Durant, but for Brooklyn, I think this is actually a best case scenario. I think with them getting rid of Harden last year, Durant pulling this stunt and an opportunity to unload Kyrie, this is probably the best case scenario for Brooklyn to punt this shit show and start over. What say you, Saxy Maxi? Yeah, I mean, this seems... Uh, how how has this team changed so much in the last four years? Holy cow! It feels like it feels like it's been mm. facelift after facelift. Like they've had so much surgery. <laughs> uh, they're 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 going to look like a uh, uh, Hollywood housewife kind of thing at this point. It's it, I I don't know. I'm what I think at the end of the day is that this is a team that had so much and put so many eggs in the basket of trying to do the super team thing that you guys all knocked so hard. And where, where has it gotten them? It, it has gotten them to this place where uh, you are having players who just ask out and want to get out. And I'm interested to see where all these guys go. I mean, uh, what, what were the, what were the places that it looked like Durant may go? You guys were, were talking a little bit pre-show was uh, the heat and the Suns. Is that right? Well, those are his, well, yeah, he, yeah where, right, right. Where, where he wants to go. The reality is he has no say. OK, he's oh. under contract. He's under contract and uh, he doesn't get Larry Bird rights. He's he's not a five and ten player with Brooklyn. So it, it, Brooklyn's going to trade him to whoever is going to give them the most value. And given what we've seen, some of these guys are getting, particularly what Brooklyn gave up just to get James Harden. Uh, it's. I don't know how many actual true suitors there are out there for him. Yeah, we were yeah, going well, through some. Cost, yeah, I was going to say, cost cost really uh, is is the thing that brings teams like my um, Minnesota Timberwolves into the fold or things like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, teams that can actually afford some of these players. You know, that's uh, that's that's the danger, I guess, for some of these guys' careers. Is if they can't control it at this point, then um, they're they're going to put themselves in a position for that. <laughs> what about the Celtics? In all honesty, what about the Celtics? They could use a little help there on the offensive side. Well, they could use a little help, but I mean, what's it going to cost them? You know, if they if they have to give up uh, Marcus Smart, whatever, yeah. uh, Thais, whatever. Uh, but I listen. If I think anything involving Brown and Tatum, I'm not in favor of. I think that is. Boston's core, they'll build around those two. And I've seen Brown's, you know, name being floated out there, mm -hmm. but I don't think that is in Boston's best interest here. You think you can build oh. around Jalen Brown better than you can win with KD? Boston went to the finals without KD. Yeah. All right, they they were there. They they lost a series they very much easily could have won if they just stopped turning the fucking ball over. I looks I know I don't think KD necessarily makes Boston a better team. Hmm. I totally actually agree with Panther here. I think that building a team from within is there's so much more uh, to building a team from within. And I mean, uh, again, I. I it, it, what you guys have said before about how the super team just doesn't work, it, it works when you have LeBron and it seems like uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a Disney storyline, basically. But when you don't have that, it's, it's just a money hole. It's, it's literally just a money hole. And there's no, there's no reason to, uh, to, to do that where, when you can try and build from within, especially for a team like the Celtics who has plenty of talent and is you know, maybe a little bit of a, a lesser piece away. Uh, we got a comment. Celtics already have a bunch of number twos and don't need KD number twoing it up from uh, Max, oh. Max Mortlock. 
Oh, uh, he's he he would know Boston better than I. Listen, I couldn't last night when this all went down. I couldn't come up with a team. I came up with one team that stands out to me that KD I think would be absolutely fantastic. I just don't know if they would give up the assets or give up the picks. They don't really have the assets, players. But uh, could you imagine if Kevin Durant was in Dallas playing second fiddle Luka Doncic? I think that would be a match made in heaven right there. Man, that would be that would be unbelievable. And we, uh, you guys, were have been talking. We we're talking the entire NBA playoffs about how Luca needs help and how he just he was carrying this team on his back the entire way. I mean, that would certainly be a way to draw some of the attention away from Luca because he was getting you know doubled everywhere he was going. He it, it was it, he had such a tough tough go in the playoffs and truly was the person who was putting the team on his back. Absolutely, that would be a great fit. I can I, I kind of don't really understand. I mean, I can understand why I wouldn't be on Kevin Durant's list of things because it's not a, a city that's a sexy place or um, a place that is like nice and warm and like is full of like uh, I, I don't know uh, people that he wants to play on a team with or something like that. It doesn't really make sense why Kevin Durant wouldn't think that the Mavericks would also be a really fantastic choice here because when, when you look at it, I think that generally speaking, I mean, I guess the Heat and the Suns have better Vegas odds at this time, looking at uh, chances to win the finals. But I think that wherever uh, Durant goes, it would it would push any team above, uh, it looks like a heater plus 900 right now. I think that if Kevin Durant was to move to either uh, uh, to, to the Mavericks, they're plus, uh, what is it, 2,200 right now. I think that would absolutely put them in the same uh, category, if not maybe jump them above the heat. I agree. I agree 100%. That's an interesting place. Dallas, I think... Uh... I think that uh, that's a, probably a pretty good fit. I'm, I was thinking the other team, Suns. I don't think it works. We talk, we, especially just, especially yeah. when they have to probably unload DeAndre Ayton to make that happen. Yeah, they have to. Yeah, well, right. You're gonna have to give up a core piece. I jokingly said Toronto, but who would they have to give up? Um, they'd have to give up Barnes, right? And I don't think I, I don't know that you should do that. Barnes and Anobi. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're. they're I, I don't see where if you have to give up multiple pieces and then I'm seeing reports of four or five, you know, future draft first round draft picks. I'm sorry, Kevin Durant's not worth that. And, and unless he's going to a loaded team, hello, Golden State Warriors, he's not a difference maker. Let, let's not forget him and Westbrook blew a three, one lead when he was in Oklahoma city. Uh, to those same Golden State Warriors. The only titles this guy has is the two years that he was in Golden State. Uh, as the alpha, as the dog, as the guy, he's not – I don't believe he's leading anybody to a championship. You know that – Yeah, he – You're good. I agree. I, no, I agree. I don't, think, I don't think that he's the alpha. He doesn't seem like the alpha who's going to lead. He's going to have to be uh, – he's, he's beta. He's, he's beta cuck right here. Scott Brooks took a lot of shit in Oklahoma City, and I think I even threw him some shit occasionally uh, for coaching that team to to nothing. But as time goes on, we may just see it just it just wasn't the right fit of players. Maybe that classic Oklahoma City team that was so good in the regular season. And you have that. You have that sometimes where teams are are really good in the regular season, but uh, certain matchups are, are almost unexplainable. And, you know, expecting them to win four out of seven against, a, you know, a particular opponent, sometimes you just get dealt a, a bad matchup. And But against Golden State, like, they had that one. And then for whatever reason, Westbrook and Durant decided to play hero ball uh, the rest of the way. 
forgot they had really accomplished teammates, right? They had Canner. Um, they had uh, Steven Adams was on that team. They had players. Was Harden and on they the team at the, the time bet. or was he gone at that time? He was six man of the year. It was, I, I think he might've still been on that okay, team, okay. on that team. Yeah. And then it was, I think it was at the end of that. They, no, I think he was already in Houston. I, can't I think remember. he was already in Houston remember. when he was gone. But um, yeah, they they had players, but Westbrook and Durant decided, hey, we're gonna we're gonna finish this thing on our own, and it, it never happened. They lost three straight. So yeah. maybe it was the players. <laughs> now, that we, now that we look at it, yeah. Oh boy. Saxy, any other thoughts about Durant or any of the other NBA trades? Well, I mean, I'm I'm interested to see kind of how these teams, uh, how this changes the NBA Finals champions odds. I guess as this goes right now, as things look, you know, the Suns are uh, uh, Suns are the number one. I'm seeing at plus five fifty, Bucks plus six hundred, Celtics plus six fifty, Warriors plus six fifty, Clippers plus six fifty, and then huge jump down to Heat nine hundred, mm. Lakers plus eleven hundred, Seventy Sixers plus eleven hundred, and then another jump down to the next tier. Which is like Nuggets plus two thousand, Mavericks plus twenty two hundred, Grizzlies plus twenty two hundred, and then Nets plus three thousand, another level down. So I guess I'm kind of looking to see who's going to move up tiers. So that Nuggets, Mavericks, uh, Grizzlies, based on what's going to happen here in the off season, if they're going to move up or down anywhere more closer to fifteen hundred or you know thousand. Uh, uh, Plus a thousand. Uh, if the Lakers, the Heat, 76ers, if those teams are going to jump up or down any bit because of those changes. And then, you know, uh, if, if the Suns are going to continue to remain a prohibitive favorite uh, throughout the offseason, or if, you know, if we're going to see some more interesting moves kind of after uh, the big pieces like KD kind of, you know, finally gets locked in somewhere, if, that, if that's really going to push a team that's kind of in the top six to the very top, maybe. It'll be fun to see so, it's the sweet that's, 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 that's what i'm looking at that's what that's what i'm looking at right now i mean i don't know i think you guys are talking value on grizzlies right we like we still like the grizzlies we still like the grizzlies we still like uh uh, uh luca and the maths like those two teams are both you know plus 2200 right now i think that that's absolute value right here even if you know if there's no chance of them picking up a kevin durant <laughs> As long as the Memphis don't doesn't the, the Grizzlies don't turn you know turn over half their team to get Durant, I think uh, they're pretty good. Yes, let's hope they don't do that, please. <laughs> Panther, any final thoughts on the trades? Any other things that jumped out of you, real quick? No, I think a lot of other things that happen. We just you know I'm I'm just dumbfounded by some of the money, but you know Jokic not going anywhere and Brunson going to the Knicks. We all saw that coming. So other than the Durant and Kyrie bailing on. Brooklyn, I, I'm not really surprised by anything that's going on. There was a, I don't think this is insignificant at all, but it, I thought I read somewhere Andre Drummond signed with the Chicago Bulls. And that's a team that I've always loved their starting lineup. But you add an Andre Drummond to that second unit, if they can really shore up that second unit, I think the Bulls could become a factor, a, a bigger factor this year. So I like that signing by Chicago. Worth keeping an eye on. All right. Good to know. Well, let's take a breather here. Does anybody want a live read? I'm just going to put it out there. If not, I'll do it. I can do it. Let's go for it. This. Take it, Saxy. Let's go for it. Homies, head on over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. At AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, there's a little link in the upper portion of the screen. It takes you to the DGen shop. And if you go to the DGen shop, there's all kinds of beautiful things that you can find on that. Uh, the uh, DGen shop 
gives you the option to take all of our different designs, our logos that we've talked about, the Boston Chokers, the sexy new D-Gen uh, sunsetting basketball and baseball designs that we have that are super 80s retros out. We have uh, all kinds of other bubble champ designs, multiple bubble champ designs, in fact. So you can celebrate all kinds of different teams that you dislike, basically. It's wonderful. Or you can support Degeneracy, whatever way you like. You can put multiple D-Gen logos on a shirt, a teddy bear, an apron children's socks, whatever the fuck you feel like. So seriously, head on over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com and go full DGen. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DGen's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad? If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, let's get over to baseball. Panther, who do you like today? Let's take a look at Boston going to the Chicago Cubs. You know, we were talking about the Cubs and the Reds yesterday. I tried to uh, deter some people from taking those Reds, but nobody wanted to listen. So, uh, yeah, the Cubbies come out and poured on 15 runs. They have it in them sometimes. This is a... Not a great team. Their pitching is kind of suspect, but they've got some young hitters that can put up some runs and they'll have an opportunity today with Rich Hill on the mound. Now, Rich Hill's older than Max, right? He's older than Max and Wainwright. This guy's been right. Hell, he might be closer to my age at this point. He's not having a bad season, but he is definitely hittable. Uh, So I think the Cubs can probably score some runs here. I just don't know if they can score enough against this Boston offense. We've we've talked about how surprised we were, how good Boston was over the month of June. Uh, I'm surprised how good they've been all season long. They've been really good against bad teams. The Cubs are one of the bad teams. So I think Boston could take care of business here. I'm going to put 10 bucks on the Beantown Red Sox. Man, Panther, I am lockstep with you. The, uh, the Cubbies having really blown out their opponent yesterday, uh, 15 to seven. Um, it, that is a huge win. And in wins like that, that the, uh, uh, that the Cubs have had this season, they are in their last five when they've blown out their opponent by 
four or more runs, they are four and one. I uh, to lose the next day is what I mean. Okay. <laughs> so they are they are not good the next day. They don't they don't they show up with the big runs and then the next day they lose. It's oftentimes close. It's normally a one run game in many of those following games, but they don't pull off the win. And so I like Boston uh, to to come out with a W today. So I am Panther. Sorry, on Boston with you. <laughs> I'm leading Boston here in this one. I, I like them. I just don't love them. It's the difference between what I have them winning by and the money, what the money line is, is significant. So at only minus 136, I'm a little worried. I'm just leaning Boston. All right. Well, I know I'm, this next game you're not on unless you're taking the dog because there's no way you're going to lay over 200 on anybody, even if it is the Bronx Bombers, their fourth best starter, Garrett Cole, and his 299 ERA are going to take the mound going against the Cleveland Gardenians, who aren't bad. I don't know they're necessarily good for that division. They're kind of good, but they're throwing easily their worst pitcher out there. Savale, Savali, whatever you want to call him. We're 40 innings into him pitching, and it's just not going well to the tune of a 7.2 ERA. <laughs> That's just a horrible, horrible matchup going against this Bronx Bomber lineup. I think the young, the Yankees score a lot and score often. I got to run line it to get it to you know, some kind of value. So give me the Bronx Bombers on the run line, $10. Man. Panther, I give you full moral support on this one. I think that this is absolutely the right side. I think that the way that you're finding value here by taking the run line, that is absolutely the right side. The Yankees, they just know how to win. They know how to win by multiple runs. They're, they're good at beating their opponents out of, uh, I'm looking through here, only two of their last six wins have been decided by one run. So, heck, I think I think you're on the right side of this one. I just couldn't get to it as far as this number. And, you know, after Cleveland has had such such has let us down so hard against uh, Minnesota over the last few days, I feel like I can't really uh, trust this Cleveland team to to lose when they're supposed to lose if they can't win when they're supposed to win. Oh boy, yeah, I'll lean the Yankees. Absolutely, they're going to win. Uh, only minus two hundred. That might be value. I can't do it. I'm just leaning the Yankees. All right, next game up, we're going to look at the boys from Anaheim traveling down to Houston, Texas, take on the Astros. You know, I talked a little bit yesterday about how the Astros are banged up. Jordan Alvarez in that collision in the outfield suffered a concussion. He's day-to-day. It looks like he'll avoid an IL stint. But the, the big talk here is the pitching matchup. Michael Lorenzen who I thought was an up-and-coming pitcher. He pitched pretty decent for the Reds last year, signed a contract to go over to the Angels, went into their starting rotation, and was pitching pretty decent. But now, here of recent, this guy's just been getting absolutely shellacked. We're, we're watching the Angels not get any help outside of you know, Trout and Otani. I mean, these two are really just trying to will themselves to some victories. Nobody else is helping. And they're going to go against Christian Javier, who's really, really turned the corner. This guy looks like he could be the ace of the future when Verlander retires down there in Houston. I think Houston just can get it done. A little chalky, a little bit, but I think they'll cover it here. So 10 bucks on the Astros. Again, full moral support, Panther. The since since I was on here with you guys, what was it like? Maybe three weeks ago, and no, it was a month ago. We were talking about overperforming teams and stuff, uh, and the Angels were on that list. 
my goodness, have have they shown that they were overperforming at that time since then? They have, uh, they, they've lost their manager. Things have really gone down the hill. They are really spiraling the porcelain at this point, um, it seems. But, you know, I, I think that you are absolutely on the right side with Houston here. I just couldn't get to it. I uh, again, it's a it's a matter of trust here. And if there's anything that I'm going to trust, I am I am looking at these numbers. I kind of do like the under today a little bit. Uh, the, the under it's eight right now. Is that I don't know if I can get eight and a half anywhere, but I kind of I'm leading that. If anything, that's my only that's my only real lead in this game. Otherwise, I'm giving you the moral support. I think Houston's obviously the right side, and I wouldn't bet on the Angels right now. <laughs> I'm going to lean the angels here in this one. I just worry that the Astros might oh. be coming down a little bit off of, uh, you know, playing some real competition that might be breathing a sigh of relief. Maybe you catch them with their pants down just a little <laughs> bit. All right. One more game for me. San Diego Padre is going to travel up the highway, take on the Dodgers. Now I think this could be a good series. I think the Padres can frustrate the Dodgers. Just not today. Not with Blake Snell. I, I remember not too long ago where this guy was actually a really good pitcher. He got that that huge contract coming out of Tampa Bay to go over to San Diego. And I don't know if he's broken, if there's some, you know, forearm issues or his shoulders acting up, but he's not been good and he's not been good for a while, even going back to last year. Going against Tony Gonsolin, who I mean, with the beginning of the season, if we had to throw guys' names out there for Cy Young candidacy, I don't know if we had, his name ever would have come up if we went through 100 pitchers. And here he is, undefeated, sporting a 1.58 ERA. The dude's just been unhittable. So with the Dodgers' bats and the huge pitching matchup advantage to the Dodgers, I got to run line it. I run line to get that value, but uh, we're going to run line the Dodgers here for $10 less. There we go. I mean, I, the Dodgers are the right side in this game. I, I do, I do like the Dodgers here, and I like them uh, on, on for for this series. I thought that San Diego was going to put up a little bit more of a fight, especially watching last night. It was a nice close game. Looking at today's matchup, though, I I think you're on the right side. I don't know if I would go full money line or sorry, uh, full run line on this. I may just you know take 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 the money line on this because it's it's not terrible. I mean, it, minus one seventy five. That is pretty chalky, but. I don't know. I uh, I would maybe cover my butt a little bit more with that one, just because I feel like it might be a little bit closer. Divisional matchups are weird, et cetera. But hell, I give you the moral support, Panther. You're on the right side. Yeah, I'm leaning the Dodgers here at the minus 165. Maybe they're getting themselves correct. You know, they're 12 and 8 now in the last 20. They're starting to turn the ship. So maybe they're getting out of this little slump they had going into uh, July. Somebody's got to look at something. Well, maybe Arch, you can do it while Saxy's talking. So the reason I run-lined it is when I did this pick two hours ago, it was minus 190. It's minus, so 165, either, it's minus 165 right oh, now. That makes me so nervous. Oh, I'm, that Vegas disagrees. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, in Vegas, but we've been talking about this, how Vegas has been dropping these lines, right? Yeah. How uh, Vegas has been dropping those 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 dodge lines, right, Arts? Is that what you've been noticing? Kind yeah, of? we've been talking about that. Yeah. Max was just, he just kind of hand waved it because it keeps happening over and over again. I remember at some point. Yeah. Well, I'll say, I will take the value there. All right. Uh, that's all I got. Saxy, what you bring into the table? All righty. Well, homies, you guys know that I am here in beautiful Colorado. So why not stay in Colorado with Arizona coming to visit? Good old Merrill Kelly is on the mound against Antonio Sensatella for the Rockies. Uh, ugly. Just ugly. Just ugly. <laughs> these, these, these are not great teams. But you know what? Diamondbacks are 
uh, getting a plus line here. They are, well, maybe not plus line, even money-ish, maybe a plus line, depending on what book you're using right now. And I, I don't know why anyone would would favor the Rockies. I just don't know it. I don't know why. So we're, we're taking Arizona simply on principle because uh, they are uh, – they are a team that I think should be being the Rockies. I do think that Merrill Kelly uh, in this position is a better pitcher. I, I Sensatella has been hot and cold this year, and I think that he's going to be cold today. So I'm taking Merrill Kelly, uh, Panthers' favorite old Merrill Kelly, and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, I got the the line actually just spooked me off. The fact that the Rockies were favored seemed a little suspect because I do think <laughs> a the Diamondbacks are the better team and b Merrill Kelly is the better pitcher. But the Rockies are pretty good at home. That's one and two. Something we haven't talked about. Chris Bryant is back in the lineup. He's he's got a couple games under his belt. He got a couple knocks the other night. Um, he's still zero home runs on the season in a Rocky uniform, I hit that's got to come correct sometime soon. Kind of maybe expect that to happen this weekend. Uh, I'll lean on the Rockies. Yeah. I'm going to lean the diamondbacks with you there. Saxy. It's I'm close, but, but not quite there. Maybe just, a, just a few more points on the diamondbacks money line. And I'd be with you. All righty. All right. Well then I got, let me see here. I got one more. Let's, let's go to Washington. Because uh, we are going to Arch. I, I know it's. I, I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna be bringing up the question today: Is Arch betting the fish? Because I am betting the fish today. I Trevor Rogers on the mound. I I I think that he is better than Josiah Gray. I think that this is a better matchup. I think that Miami is the better team. I think they should win. I uh, is it still a plus line for Miami? Yes. It's uh, this, this, plus one sixteen. Okay. Well, oof, goodness. Well, I, I, man, I, I still like Miami. I think that Miami, again, this, maybe I'm walking dip first into a trap because uh, they, they should be the better team against the Nationals here, but I, I'm taking Miami today. Why, why, what smells about this, folks? <laughs> Everything? Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's not a trap. Vegas is fucking telling you to take Washington. What do you do? I don't know what's going on here with with the fish with the plus line. It's got to be the the Trevor Rogers and the mediocre offense that is the fish. But God, Washington at home minus one thirty. That has to be the play. There's just no way I'm taking Washington as a favorite. So I'll lean the Washington baseball team. They can put all their hopes all they want on Washington, but it's still fucking Washington. It's I mean they're neck and neck with the Royals and the A's is the worst team in baseball. Just right there. So I'm going to take the, the fish too as well. I'm going to jump on it with you. 13 bucks. Uh, there we go. I feel, I feel so much confidence in this pick now after hearing that, Arch. <laughs> well, that's all, that's all I got for you today. So take it. We're going to look at one more team, and I know this is going to upset Kyle. We're going to Philadelphia as St. Louis comes to town. The Cardinals, <laughs> it's dropping. A little bit. It opened up minus 150. They're minus 140 now, and, and about minus 140 is when it's, it triggers a bet for me. So I'm taking St. Louis minus 140 for 13 bucks over the Phillies. Yeah, the, the pitching advantage definitely goes to St. Louis, but on the road at Philadelphia with those bats, I mean, Schwarber's been hitting bombs right and left. Hoskins hit another one yesterday. Um, I, I think the offense is good enough to maybe i don't know get some runs on mikolas mikolas is not a fastball pitcher he's more of a control pitcher he doesn't light up the scoreboard with his strikeouts i think there's value in taking the phillies here uh, so i'll lean philadelphia all right yeah i 
man, I'm split on this one. I like St. Louis as far as the actual like players are concerned, and as, as who is I think is actually going to play a better game. I think that St. Louis is that team, but there are specific things that I'm seeing with Philadelphia here. First off, being at home and being a favorite—is that still the case? No. Are they? Are they? Oh. Sorry, being sorry, being they are they are home dog, right? Yeah, they're a home dog. Mm-hmm. See, that's that right there <clears throat> screams to me, oh, man. I, I normally I would like Philadelphia in that kind of a situation, and then also just looking at some other stuff, the Cardinals are zero and five uh, after the following an off day uh, in the last five. So. There's a little bit that's giving me some pause on the Cardinals. Uh, I, I, I still think the Cardinals are the right side, so I was lean the Cardinals, but I'm I, I, I uh, gun to my head. That's the side I would take, but I really didn't want. I stayed away from this matchup. All right, we got a few comments here. Iceberg says he hit that parlay last night, and he wants the Nationals money line and the Dodger money line. Whew, Chalk Berg, Chalk Iceberg, oh, love it, Iceberg. Uh, it's agreement. Well, you know what? We can we can tell that it's an off day today because there's an agreement here. That's right. <laughs> Atlanta, Means I'm going to make some money. Let's see, Atlanta it will does. smack Cincinnati. Iceberg also says. Yeah, probably it was just too chalky. Yeah, it's too chalky. Yeah, way way chalky. Absolutely. Uh, that Dodgers line has moved more than twenty cents. Yeah, I'm spooked. That's <laughs> Iceberg also likes Arizona minus one and a half. <laughs> What? That's like ultra support for my pick here. That's like super support. Yeah. Wow. I love this. Wow. That's I love this. I, I, Iceberg's extra on my side. Thank you, Iceberg. <laughs> uh, take Arizona, Panther. Damn. <laughs> yeah, no, no chance. No chance. <laughs> uh, Iceberg likes Washington. He, he reiterated that. Um, line open at Miami being a dog. Yep. And he likes the Phillies plus one and a half. We go. Iceberg is generally agreeing with me on everything today. There you go. Wow. New month going into the weekend strong. Yeah. New month. New new uh, new agreements going on. Uh, I Skullbam's iceberg with forty one comments today. Let's get that bag. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What do we talk about today? We talked about Kevin Durant. Talked about Kevin Durant. Where he where he's gone (laughs) or where he's going? Where he's been? I don't know. This is gonna be interesting. And we also talked about baseball. Saxy, that is it. Homies, thank you guys for coming on out. Please download and listen to every single episode. It's a brand new month. So, hey, we need to start strong. Download everything that you got. Head on over to AthleteDegeneracy.com. Buy yourself some sexy D-Gen gear. Panther, let me give you my pick. Let's go with the fish today. You're going to go with the fish? Might have put Arch at a disadvantage here. Arch, you going to take? I got one bet left. St. Louis. St. Louis, I'm going to take those Beantown Red Sox. I think they can take care of the Cubbies. So we'll put them with the Fish and the Cardinals. That'll be your D-Gen parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook. We are on Twitter, but mostly it is the book club. I can't even tell you how busy the book club was yesterday with all these free agent signings. Uh, it, was, it was hard for me to actually get to bed trying to keep up with everybody. Kyle, Kyle's just got this dream that uh, Durant's going to Philadelphia. So we'll, hopefully we'll just keep Kyle's dream alive. But you guys get on there and shoot the ship with us in the book club and call us out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. When it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.